and welcome back to the Rev4 Unplugged podcast. Today we're joined by Kerry and today we're going to be talking through link building. But before we get started, if you're watching on YouTube, remember to give us a like, subscribe and pop any comments or questions in the comments box below. So welcome back to the podcast, Kerry. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good, are you? I'm good, you look lovely today. Oh, you. <laughs> you're welcome. So today we're talking about link building. Yep. First of all, what is it? So we've touched on content marketing before yeah and I think one of the biggest elements within content marketing is link building what we call it a content marketing uh, campaign so the content marketing campaign will consist of an asset obviously your communication towards the sites that you want to place the asset on uh, with the content and then um, the link building bit will come into it um, so link building will be the um how you build the backlink profile to your website so the more authoritative links that you have placed towards your website from good content and good authoritative sites will pass um we call it link juice which i hate <laughs> but link juice through to the site which will ultimately um result in your site gaining um a bigger a higher domain authority um so domain authority is basically a score that google gives your site out of 100 um as to where it thinks that you should be positioned so for example the bbc is a domain authority of 99 because it's a very authoritative site and anything that's on there is i mean it's open to opinion but more than likely to be true so yeah that's it basically so link building is just um building your backlink profile and yeah so is link building essential to online growth um yeah because ultimately your online growth um is obviously going to build the more exposure you have so if you've got a really um good and healthy backlink profile of um you know authoritative sites linking towards yours you're going to build up a really good link building profile which is will essentially um Dean Google to rank you higher in the search and uh, the SERPs and um, you'll be found within the first few pages if you know the efforts are organic and earned um, so I think if you do link building right you know you're going to get to where you want to be it's it's a timely exercise but you know what it's well worth it because um, it's just going to result in you being shown on the first couple of pages of Google and which will ultimately result in more business because you're being found. So so on the back of that, are there ways of doing it wrong? Um, yeah, I think if you, know, if you know SEO and you know link building, there was probably a time years ago where everyone would just think, I'm going to buy loads of links, send them to the site. The site would rank really high and then that'll be it. And so it wasn't a fair indication of where you sat versus your competitors so if you throw a load of links to your website but you actually aren't an authoritative site and you don't actually do what you're saying you're doing and you're not you know the best so if someone um, types in a search query say I don't know skincare um, no organic skincare something like that but you actually don't do organic skincare, you're just a skincare company. But because you've threw all them links that are saying organic skincare, whatever, to it, Google's then 
put you above your competitor who actually does do it. So there was a lot of unfairness um, years ago. But now, as the algorithm's updated, Google is able to determine um, you know, the quality of the links that are being pointed towards your site. So are they real? Are they bought? Um, is it coming from a natural source and marrying it up to the content on your site? So does it all work together? So I think now it's like a level playing field where if you make the efforts, if you rank on the first page of Google, it's more than likely because you deserve to be there. So I think the wrong way of doing it is buying the links and just throwing loads at it and thinking this short-term win of being on in you know a higher position is going to work because it's not because google is too clever and there's going to be an algorithm update and you're just going to all that money and everything that you've put into it you're going to be um you know penalized and you will drop off the face of the earth and in that instance you then have to go through your backlink profile disavow all the links that you've placed against it so google can then crawl your site again and see that you've got rid of them and you're building natural links again and it's just going to take you you're going to do the job twice basically if you do it cheap and wrong so i think like massively just avoid that so yeah well and can you give us some examples um of some effective link building campaigns um so i mean i obviously can't talk about I won't talk about like past clients and stuff like that because I don't know, just for confidential disclosure um, reasons. But I've worked on some campaigns where you know we've done something really effective, um, and it's got like loads of engagement and stuff. But maybe the links that have come off the back of it may not have been there because the engagement was just around uh, other areas. And then I've worked on some campaigns where the idea was so simple but so effective um, and it's got like the masses talking about it and you know it's really succeeded so I think to build a good link building campaign you need to think of your idea of what it's going to be about so let's think of an example um, we did the campaign uh, the roadmap out of lockdown so um, Josh our graphic designer basically um, created an intera interactive info uh, infographic sorry and it was basically showing up all the dates uh, that Boris had said were coming out of lockdown and he basically explained what was going to be happening on these dates so this asset which so if you've got a video uh, an ebook an infographic we'll call it an asset so if you've got this asset and basically this is going to be an effective campaign purely because it relates to absolutely everybody because we've all been in the pandemic together. So at that point then, um, you know, you send the asset to bloggers, say, have you seen our uh, asset? Um, would you like to talk about it? Or, you know, you send it to um, different people um, and then they like it, enjoy it. Then they might write a piece on their blog, um, which hopefully in turn will they will like the asset that much that they will link back to Revolution 4. So it's a really natural way of doing it and it's something that can gain loads of exposure because everybody does actually want to speak about it. And because the dates are ongoing to like June, it's something that can constantly be reshared, obviously, until that June date's up. Mm -hmm. So I think if you can create something simple which relates to a lot of people or industry-specific and something that can be like maybe reshared throughout the time period um of the life expectancy of the asset i suppose um and just interact with 
bloggers and websites that are really, you know, I mean, well, in this instance, it can be anyone, but if it was an industry-specific asset, you'd go to the people who are in the know and hopefully they would write about you and say that you're an authoritative, like, make you out to be an authoritative source because they're saying, have you seen this that they've written about? So, I don't know, I think to be having an effective campaign, just have a big strategy behind it and just know exactly how you're going to do it in the most organic way, which is going to get people speaking and linking back to your site. So, yeah. Fab, well, thanks for coming on and talking to us today about that. Thank you. I feel like I've 100% learned a thing. You can learn there, some more. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much for watching this uh, podcast or listening to this podcast. And we'll see you in our next one. Bye.